I mean, have you all... bought a pair of joggers yet? Uh, I got one for I got a pair for Christmas. The like joggers, like to wear, like to play golf and stuff. No, or they no workout joggers. No, I got a pair to when Eric Van Royen mm-hmm. wore them. It's like all right, I'm trying that out. And you know, they're not like showing your ankles. <laughs> what in the world? I was trying to clear a phone call, and I somehow hit the emergency SOS thing on my iPhone. <laughs> you know, I've done I didn't that. even know it did that. That scares me when I do that by accident. <laughs> See, we had another person. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the same old stuff. So- Any, whoever played in the Tour Championship. So Morikawa is playing in it. Harris English is playing in it. Neither one of those guys won last year. In fact, Harris English, the leader by a shot, two shots, has not won since 2013. Wait a minute, Morikawa won the PGA, didn't he? Did I didn't say, say Morikawa. No, I thought you said Colin Morikawa. I don't think. No, I did. said I said Hideki Matsuyama. Oh. I didn't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> 2021. <laughs> Welcome to the T box. <laughs> and if you want to go to the best, you need to go to uh, Metro Golf Cars. Our yep. buddy Ben King out there. He, you know, they they've gotten the uh, elite black and col- gold car gold uh, award did you for club this? car. I did. <laughs> <clears throat> and what's that for, Craig? Our first and last live what's, spot what's for, for Metro Golf Cars. It's the um, there are only twenty recognized twenty dealers from club car. <laughs> I just can't do this. Would you want to hear a Craig Rosengarten ticker? No. I just love looking at your loser face. You were so cocky, and you owe a lot of people money. Go to break. Detox. That was age free. Thank you, Westdale. YOLO, baby. All right, it is 8.15 (laughs) on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket, and... uh, if you think our show is normally wheels off, this might be an all-timer. Craig Broad is, uh, I don't know, what, how old's the dot, Penny? She's uh, nine and a half, ten weeks. Ten weeks, and she's chewed everything in our office so far. If now we she's go on a ball off, of tape. If we go off the air, it's because she chewed the power cord that is freaking current out. So. Uh-huh. Moron well, I don't want her to get electrocuted. Yeah, I don't. Uh, don't worry. She's fine. She'll she'll pass out in about uh, yeah. another 15 minutes. Yeah, don't worry. She's dog. a lab. She'll, she'll brush it off. They're yeah. impervious to anything. Yep, They're amazing. That is true. All right. This is the Tea Box. Heard every Saturday morning from 8 to 10. Uh, proudly sponsored by PGA Tour Superstores. So our virtual remote last week I apparently went very well. So what they've done, they've sweetened the deal. So if you're a Tea Box listener and you set up your your van fitting experience, normally it's 500 bucks. Uh Actually, no. It's if you remember, if you spent five hundred dollars, you got it for free. So uh, now you don't have to spend anything. It's just a free fitting. Free fitting. Just mention T box. Just mention the T box. Heard on there. Do it online. Put a little note in there. And boy, you, how do you not do that? Yeah, no kidding, right? It's a little chilly right now. I probably don't want to play golf this morning. Just hey, you got a spot. And and if you have a hundred dollar gift card lying around from Christmas, go to the cash register. Check out. Mention the tea box, you get twenty bucks off. All right, so can I go buy a gift card online right now and then bring it in and say, "Yeah, why not?" Tea box and get sure. twenty bucks off. Yeah, they want people so in the store, man. Crap, do that. The only thing it doesn't cover is uh, Titleist and Ping. And everything else is fair game. Callaway, mm-hmm. Bridgestone, mm-hmm. Srixon, mm-hmm. Mizuno, Puma, mm-hmm. Yonex. Mm-hmm. 
Prince. Mm-hmm. Mira. I wonder if they have mirrors. Probably not. No. Nah. Yeah, it's kind of a two tiki bit. PXG. Although twenty bucks doesn't doesn't really go that far. <laughs> what would that pay for in a PXG set? <laughs> a grip. Maybe one grip. maybe one grip. Yeah. Anyway, hey, congratulations! You get one grip. They have three stores: one in uh, South Lake, two in Plano, one on Preston, the other one on Accent off seventy five. So again, good reasons to go check out PGA Tour Superstores. As you know, if nothing else, check out the apparel. Because all the pros have been playing the last two weeks. They're all unveiling the new outfits, and they'll be in the stores too sweet. So check that out. Also brought to you by Ideal Golfer. Last weekend, to take a, take advantage of a sweet stay and play at Horseshoe Bay. Only two fifty nine. That's $650 value. And you can play the Waters Creek Executive Course. It's a nine-hole course. You get to play twice. It's a par 60. Plus you both. get a passbook. Plus you get a passbook. And uh, it is only uh, $15. So there you go. Not the passbook, but the... Yeah, but the round at Waters Creek. Yeah. Today, we have a lot of golf to talk about. A lot of weird stuff. The little... I mean, it's, this could be a, a two-hour quick hit show. Yeah. There's a lot there's of a lot of stuff, but they're small. Well, it depends. I think there's some, some interesting debates, and we'll get into that too sweet. Uh, but before anything else, this is brought to you by Club Corp. And check out uh, Stonebridge. Stonebridge Ranch made some great changes. Out they there. have. Yeah. You played it a lot. You know, the, I would get a double membership if I were up there because you could pl- get your butt kicked at the die course. Right. Or you could go play the other three at the ranch. Mm-hmm. And those are those are 27 holes of the most playable holes in town, I think. Yep. Good still stuff. a challenge. You still yep. got to hit the golf ball. Yep. And Club Corp uh, spent lots of money on all their uh, clubs. So uh, check them out. Club Corp. A30 will do a leaderboard. But first, this has never happened before as far as I can tell. So Craig, believe it or not, has a legitimate double eagle. Yeah. I wasn't there. I saw the faux eagle, the faux double eagle. I did have a fake one. You did have a fake one. I used to to just talk about it all the time just because I knew it used to drive you nuts. (laughs) I knew it was fake, but I didn't care. Yeah. (laughs) It made you crazy. But... There's a gentleman, and this happened out in Lake Chabot in Oakland, California. He's on a 649-yard par 6th hole. So first off, should there be par 6s? This is golf. Uh, you know, it would take normally three shots. You could hit, well, you still have three quality shots. Mm-hmm. But he's a 54-year-old 10 handicapper, and he smokes this drive, and his hop skips, jumps all the way down to the hill, finishes 540 yards down the fairway. He's got 120 in. Huh. Sinks it. Sinks it. So supposedly, supposedly, this is the first recorded condor. They're calling it a condor. Nobody's gotten a hole-in-one on a par five. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So I was thinking, first of all, that's an that's an incredible feat. Uh, double eagles on, on the PGA Tour are in the single digits every year. And these guys are the best sticks in the world. So then I started thinking, so what's after a condor? So condor's rarer than an albatross, obviously, from a, from a species standpoint. So what would you have to call... If you got a hole in one on a par six, you would have called that a dodo, pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, yeah. 
But can you imagine? I just don't think there should be par sixes. Six forty nine is a long par five. Yeah. And if you go any further, it's not golf. We don't have par sixes. Every once in a while they do. They have 700-yard holes out there. I think there's an 800-yard hole somewhere. It's not golf. It's a bit. Yeah, you it's know, a bad you, bit. you got to have a bit. I don't mind it. I would I would take a double eagle. I don't even need a condor. I got one of those already. So. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I don't have a hole-in-one either. I got two. Which sucks. I'm coming up on my seven, when I turn 70. Because my only hole-in-ones were on my 35th birthday yeah. and on my 50th birthday. Hmm. So I figure every 15 years, oh, 65. I need to be 65. I got a, I got a ways, but. I'm waiting till I'm about 98 and I hit a driver on a par three. And it'll trickle in somehow. How'd you like to be my dad? He's got two hole-in-ones and both of them have one of them cars. That's pretty sweet. That would be my anthrax. Is They're like hole- 60 years apart, too. Get a hole in one, <laughs> and you do it on the one hole there isn't a car on it. He'll win a set of irons. Something. Yeah. They Even usually though, do. That's If you go to uh, Advantage hole in one, they usually, if you go get one hole, they usually give you things on the other three. Okay, so what's insurance on a on a double eagle? They should That should be way more... Uh, Incentivized. Than, I wonder. A, I wonder. We'll call D- uh, Doug Donnelly, our buddy, if we did our next AG event, which uh, maybe this year, hopefully this never year. Never know. If we had one haul, a double eagle got a million dollars. Would what would that cost us? Just ensure that. And you just have to have somebody monitor it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to take a guess. A million dollars, huh? He'd laugh in our face. He'd 50 bucks. Whatever. <laughs> he'll charge us more. No. <laughs> why would he? The odds because are ridiculous. Can. The odds are ridiculous. Well, we don't have to pay it. Well, he's here's the thing. He's got to bring two people in to witness it. Right. So it's going to cost them 15 bucks an hour for five or six hours. Well, unless there's four so it's par cost, fives. His cost will be 200 bucks just for people. Unless it's four par fives. Oh, you're saying on any of the holes? Yeah. The oh. odds are ridiculous. You need humans to, to, to watch it, so, you know. I think it would be pretty cool, though. It would be pretty cool. You know what? It would be pretty cool to give a million dollars away. You know what happened, though? It would be like it, Oprah. It, it would be slow like up. golf Oprah. It would slow up play. Cause you even get a million dollars. Even the worst golfers would wait to the green oh, clears. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. No, let's not do that. Uh, as long as I can hit a ball 200 yards, I get 270. Yeah, but <laughs> I got it's this. for a million dollars. I'm waiting. Yeah, the fairways look tight today. Might get Might, might get some roll. I don't know, but that's pretty darn cool. And it didn't say what he what he used. It didn't say the ball, but a condor. I'm struggling with golf ball right now. Why? I changed golf balls. I thought you weren't going to do that. Well, I'm not anymore, but I was always been a Strixon guy, right? I thought you said you doesn't matter. It we does. Thought our, we thought I'm for sorry, us it, matter. it does. Okay, so why? So I. I there's there's no question that a golf balls give you different ball flight, okay, and b they they hit the ground differently, and I'm probably the only person who is struggling with a Titleist. Hmm. But there's no question I was much better with the Strixon. How many times you played with the Titleist? Four times. Oh, okay, so you got a trend. And I'm done. Huh. I'm back to Strixon. Interesting. Yeah. It it was it was a definite difference. The chipping was different. The, my, everything was different. 
and I, and I'm like, and I told Travis our because because we are officially so Avid Golfers has the official golf ball Strix on. Right. The Texas Junior Golf Tour's official golf balls changed this year to the Titus Pro V1. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd give it a shot. Right. Took a dozen balls, and uh, and I. And I I said, "Yeah, the the title says not the ball for me." And, title, and Travis looks at me, and goes, "Says no other golfer ever." Mm-hmm. So who says that? But well, it wasn't. I wonder now. Most most tour players that are well, let's say PGA tour players probably get a stipend for using whatever ball. Yes. Okay. But if you're on the Corn Ferry, if you're on the Adams Tour, I wonder how many top flight pro golfers do not use a Titleist. They use what they want because they're not getting paid for it. They just get balls. I bet. I bet we could ask uh, Conrad that question. I think he, we should. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I wonder about that. And when you look at the leaderboards, which we'll do at eight thirty, you see Titleist next to the well, names of. And most we used of them. to. So we used to give a dozen golf balls out to every um, kid in the Texas Junior Golf Tour every Taylor time made, they send it. Right. Well, we went from Callaway, went to TaylorMade, and when, when we would do ball studies. And say, what bar are you using today? They're all using Titleist, eighty mm. percent of them. And so both Travis and I looked at each other and said, "Why are we giving away something else?" Right. Doesn't matter how much how awesome this is. Yeah, you use it as a practice. And so we decided, okay, we can't afford to give them a full dozen of Titles, but we can give them six balls. Mm-hmm. We can give them a two balls, two sleeve pack. Right. Every, every event, and that's what we started to do. And uh, and so so yeah, I mean, so we figure the kids will be way happier. That worked for you, huh? Not I, young captain, no. Did you use the X or the regular? I used the regular. Hmm. So what, is the X more like the Strixon or not, the Z-Star? I use the regular Z-Star, not okay. the Z-Star XV. Okay. So I so I went, you know, All right. apple to apple. All right, well, different. that's why they you make know more what? golf balls. So we, we're, we're low on golf balls because Title's coming out with a new ball this year. So in March, when we get our next shipment, we need to give you a dozen, see if you see a difference. All right. Let's do it. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I know you will. All right. That was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Go to ArcusGolf.com, and you can get their Players Prime program, unlimited range balls at any of their facilities. You get discounts on their golf rounds. You get a crush burger. It's all good. And if you haven't been out to uh, Iron Horse since they reopened, I would recommend you do that. It's worth your time. Hey, before we go to the next thing, because we've got a minute, two things. Yes, the last a AG event, mm. we were lo- we were down a guy. A guy canceled last minute, so I asked Eli to play. Right, and he played with a guy, got an albatross in our event. Okay. Last time, our last event, there was an albatross. All right, we've had one hole in one, and we've had one albatross in how many tournaments? Yep, a lot. So but anyway, we did get one. If I'm and, Doug Donnelly, I do it for fifty. Bucks. And our good buddy um, Conrad mm. said, "Titleist does." Does pay on the Corn Ferry Tour? Yeah, but not. I'm talking about they pay. So he says about 75 percent of the guys use Titleist because they do pay. Okay. So, but if, like, okay, you know this. Colleges do they do they paid? Is a coach paid to use a certain ball for uh, the team, or do they can pick their own? So I will tell you, it depends. It, it a lot of it depends on um, what the uh, what the uh, so, like, there are colleges that are like Nike yeah. colleges or yeah. Under Armour colleges, Adidas, or whatever. Adidas, and so some of the times it go. It used to go like um, when my kid was playing, Nike still made a golf ball, right? And there were certain Nike houses that 
they were getting Nike golf balls. Head to toes, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it really depends. And I don't, I'm not sure how much now, but um, when, when my kid played, they were a Titleist uh, school. And so Titleist gave them uh, a pair of shoes every year, gloves, and they got um, one box of balls per event. Okay. Fair I enough. Pros, I think the pros get two. Yeah. I think they get two dozen. All right. Good stuff. All right. Before we go to the leaderboard, because interesting names out in Wailea, uh, let's talk about the greatness of Metro golf carts. Yes. You know, if you want, I love my golf cart. Mm-hmm. And I and guess what? My dog loves my golf mm-hmm. cart because I go one of two ways. I can either let him go uh, chase me or I can bring him in there. We can go drive to a find a pond to go let him swim in. Why don't you let him pull you? Why don't you let her pull you? Uh, in time. But here's the thing. <clears throat> if you go to Metro Golf Cars. Mm-hmm. In Fort Worth. In Fort 35. Worth. But you don't even need to go there. You can call Ben King. You can call one of their other excellent people. On All of their guys are our golfers. Mm-hmm. Who was the guy who used to run Kluber and his buddy of yours? Uh, Johnny Pilcher. Johnny Pilcher's out there. Terry P- Snodgrass out there. Was on the PGA Tour for a while. So they have Club Car, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Hunt V. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a battery-operated uh Kind of a fun vehicle for your ranch. Off road. Uh-huh. That's a that's a Hunt V and uh, Polaris, and they have Gem. You ever mm-hmm. seen those Gem cars? Yeah, they're cool. I wanted one of those. So you you can get almost anything you wanted, and they have zero percent financing on all club cars right now for forty eight months. It's almost nothing. That's awesome, and they're one of only three dealers nationally to be named Commercial and Consumer Retailer Dealer of the Year in the history of club car out of three hundred fifty dealers. So they know what they're doing, and they'll come by your house. If you get a flat tire, they'll come by and fix it. Yes. And, by the way, you can trick it. They, we walk, we There's kinda, no limit. We toured their facilities. You can trick up a golf cart with them any way you want, and it's all reasonable. Yep. And you I can, saw a guy in my neighborhood. You can get a my, I saw too. a guy in my neighborhood had, a, had a, a, a thing for fishing poles. A thing. Kind of a thing that you know, fishing poles were not... We, like, if you have the fishing poles going straight upwards, yeah, you can't get into stuff. your garage. You're going to hit stuff. So this one was like a yeah, an angle. angle, angular fishing pole holder thing. <laughs> and uh, and I said, where'd you get that? I said, oh, Club Guard made some. I got to get that. There you go. There you go. So check it out. It's Metro Golf Cars, metrogolfcars.com. Ask for Ben King. Tell me you heard it on the little tee box. Take excellent care of you. It is 836 on the little ticket, tee box. At our office today, our lead sponsor, PGA Tour Superstores. By the way, that club fitting where you don't have to pay. Yeah. If you mention the tee box, it's uh, good till the end of the month. Okay. So you have a little bit of time. Everybody's got new clubs out. And, and by the way, we may have a special guest on 930 talk about getting club fitted. Really? Yeah. How do we get them? Package. Nice. That's a tease. All right, so this is brought to you by BMW, the Road Home Sales event. Up to Receive up to $3,500 credit on select BMW models through, well, that December 31st is passed. We don't want to use that anymore. By the way. But 1.9% financing. They have, you showed me a new BMW X5 competition. Yes. The MX5. Mm-hmm. They have three on the lot. They're pretty sweet. <laughs> you talk about you want to be the biggest beast on the road. Mm-hmm. Those M's. And the competitions are even a higher level than an M. We as an office bought lottery tickets. Yeah. 
if we would have won. Wait, isn't it tomorrow? It was it tonight? tonight. It was tonight. Or last night, I mean. It was last night. Friday? I thought yeah. it was on Saturday. No, it was last night. Nobody won. Damn it. But we might have won some money. But we had there's another one. We had 100 tickets. I thought there was another one. There's a Powerball and a Mega Ball. Yeah, like but we only did one of them. Why? We did last night. Oh, I think there's well, a big one tonight. Well, because money bags, not everybody makes money you make. Everybody it's put 10, ten bucks. bucks. Everybody put 10 bucks 10 in. 10 bucks to win a billion. Well, if we like, I mean, we could do it again, but well, it's a little late. I could bend money. Maybe we should do a uh, a tea box syndicate. The three of us? Well, you're forgetting Jay. Right. And you're forgetting Ryan. Ryan. All right. I would let Eli in. Let's do it. Best part about Eli in is if it, I bet you Eli's never owed a human being money ever. Because if I say, "Hey, it's ten bucks to get into the syndicate," I'll hear a ching right now on Venmo that Eli's paying me. <laughs> he's the world. He's a slot machine, baby. <laughs> Are they they're playing their second uh, tournament out in Hawaii? Hawaii Lea. Not a big fan of it. Looks boring to me. Outside of the the ocean views. Kapalu is way better in my mind, but Nick Taylor is leading it by two at 12 under. Something Craig and I play uh, DraftKings, I think this is the first time. So we pick two teams each of six players. 24 guys we pick. We 23 guys made the cut, and the one guy didn't make the cut, missed by a shot. By the way, Nick Taylor, mm-hmm. he's better than I give him credit for. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, I'm saying when I look at him, it's like, who's Nick Taylor? I mean, he won the AT&T last yep. year. And he was so good in 2017 as a Canadian. Do you know he was uh, um, one of the guys who carried the torch during the Olympics? How about that? Nice. Yeah, yeah so I looked him up. He's, he's actually pretty stout. I looked at Stuart Sink really hard, and I couldn't take him. I just thought he ran out of gas. He's in second place at 10 under. He shot a 63 I yesterday. Get it about that. I got to give you credit. You took Jim Furyk. I did. I'm like, are you kidding me? Jim Furyk? Mm-hmm. And he made the cut. Yep. Webb Simpson, he's the odds-on favorite to win this week. He's a 10-under par, along with Russell Henley, Vaughn Taylor, and Chris Kirk. Uh, Colin Morikawa is at 9-under, along with Mark Leishman and Joaquin Neiman, and Hideki Matsuyama, who maybe had one of the worst putting experiences ever last week. I think he was... Minus His strokes gain putting was like minus 10. The second worst recorded yeah. since they've been recorded. It was like minus 10 or something. I mean, yeah. It was like impossible. I might even be able to beat By the way, he would, and he started really slow Thursday mm-hmm. and uh, really picked it up for him to be where he is right now. Your stone cold lock to make, was it top 10 or just make yeah. the cut? Uh, make top 10. James Hahn. I, I kind of giggled, but uh, right now he is at uh, he's at 19th. At seven under par. Let me tell you about James Hahn. So he had a medical dis- he had a medical he's on a medical exemption. I mean, who's not? And um, he's he's played five events, mm-hmm. and three of them he's been in the top ten. How about that. And so when I look at strength of field, and I look at okay, horses. Here's the thing: who's the best player available? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're looking at at you know, LeBron and and Giannis aren't playing in the NBA, who, now who's the best player? Right. It's the same thing. You know, you got a bunch of the top 10 guys, top 20 guys are not playing this week. So he's got as good a shot as any to make the top 10, and he's shown he can right now. So so get this. <clears throat> Mike Weir made the cut. He's six under. I think the last time he made a cut was like 10 years ago. 
He struggled even after. I mean, he struggled almost immediately after winning the Masters. Yeah, bad elbow, really bad elbow. And once that starts, it's it's a downhill. I think he's last right now in driving distance. Yep, Charles Howell. His twentieth time he's played in this tournament. He's made twenty cuts. I took him. But other than that, yeah, Jim Furyk is five under. Anybody, anybody of note missed the cut? Well, let's see. My one guy, who uh, Takumi Kanaya, who has won, he's been top five in three straight pro events since he turned professional. And he won one, missed by a shot. But guys who missed the cut, that Matt Kuchar is, has one of the best records at Wailea. He missed the cut by two. And Keegan Bradley missed the cut. Okay, Kevin Tway missed the cut. Even par. Our, our buddy uh, uh, Mark Samble. He's back on the bag. Went back to go. We'll see if he stays with him after this week. Be interesting. Jimmy Walker missed another cut. But I don't see anybody. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, it's one of those. It's not an alt event, but not too many guys that played last week are playing this week. There's no Patrick Reed. There's no JT. There's no Justin Thomas. There's no Dustin Johnson. I think Webb is really one of the few guys that decided to. Well, you got the guys take who take a puddle jumper. You know, Harris English is playing, and, right? He and, won, and Munoz and Carlos Ortiz and all those. Colin Morikawa, yeah. Colin Morikawa is playing. Yeah, and uh, good job. <laughs> so yeah, you had a bunch of guys who came over, um, some, but not the top ten guys, nah. except for Morikawa. Yeah. So it, it is what it is. Uh, they'll play two more rounds. They all killed it yesterday. I mean, geez, everybody was. Was shooting low, mm-hmm. and and there wasn't a ton of wind, but um, through all that, one guy did not play this week, and he's in a little bit of hot water. Rightfully so. Let's talk about that next because we have that, and we have a Masters winner slash U.S. Open winner that got arrested. Yeah, and there was very very funny story about or funny comment about him by Interpol. All right, let's talk about that next on The Little Ticket, and that was brought to you by, as we sveltly segue, into IdealGolfer.com. You can play Horseshoe Bay right now, stay and play. You got uh, the Waters Creek, the executive course. You get to play that twice for only 15 bucks, and this is the last weekend those will be up, so take advantage of them now. All right, up next, JT sounds off and not in a good way, and... Yeah, two-time major winner. Arrested. Next. 9-10. We'll take a quick peek and a listen to part one of the Tiger Doc. It happened last Sunday. You can you can stream it all over now. And HBO, HBO Max. And then the second part, which is tomorrow night, we'll start off with Rachel Ucatel. So that could be quite interesting. Uh, this segment brought to you by... Ewing Buick GMC. I'm reviewing their their Sierra, GMC Sierra AT4, their off-road big kahuna. And uh, it's the first carbon fiber bed ever used in a truck. How about this? First time this year GM surpassed Ford for the crown most trucks sold. Really? How about that? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. They've got that crazy... 
bed uh, on the back of the pickups. They I see the ads where they kind of go down. The yeah, the tailgate. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you chime in. <laughs> it makes it makes the live spot so much or the message so much more memorable. Yeah. Don't forget, it's PGA Tour Superstores. They're the lead sponsor of the show. Check out their uh, van fitting. The van fitting experience. Normally, they it costs you money. It won't cost you a dime if you mention it on the T box. It's not schedule. a van. It's inside their store. It's a van fitting experience. Yes. So you have your own bay. You have all the stuff. You only have one fitter. It's awesome. And uh, just mention the T box. You got to do it before the end of the month. All right. So a couple notes. I thought this is real interesting, and I think we'll have a little bit of a debate on this. JT, uh, JT, Justin Thomas was on the fourth hole on Friday, on Saturday. This was at Kapalua last week. And he misses a little three-footer. And kind of under his breath, he called himself the F-word. It's linked to a uh, British cigarette. And all hell broke loose. And yesterday, Ralph Lauren who deals in polo, who outfits him, dropped him. And they said, we are disheartened by Mr. Thomas's recent language, which is entirely inconsistent with our values. While we acknowledge that he has apologized and recognized the severity of his words, he is a paid ambassador of our brand, and his actions conflict with the inclusive culture that we strive to hold. So number one, I ask you, Craig, did they overdo it? If you're sponsoring him... there's. There's, there's two. In my mind, there's two sides to this. One is, to your, your, what I think your question is is, was this severe enough to drop somebody? Mm-hmm. But the other one A is, <laughs> and my father's probably going nuts right now. An 83 year old man saying, seriously, we can't say anything anymore. Mm-hmm. But the other is, <laughs> it was in the middle of the playoffs. It's a first. Uh, it's a first um, tournament of the year. Not everybody's paying attention. Middle of the playoffs. Of the football, NFL playoffs. Oh, okay. How many people knew it happened? Not enough. Was there? Yeah. I didn't know until I... Once it got on Twitter, it went kind of crazy. But, okay, so they overstepped. I'm going to say you could have reprimanded him in some way. He's not. He's been such a perfect ambassador. Has he done anything to... I want to know who else reps polo these days besides. There's a lot of them. Besides Tom Watson. No, there's a lot of them. They're really? dead RLX brands. Yes. Okay. Out around. But the, he's got to be their top guy. Oh, absolutely. And no doubt. You know, I, I got to look at body of work. And if, you know, one small comment, does that get you immediately terminated or does that get you, hey. So let me <laughs> give you a hypothetical. We're Travis Matthew for a week and we'll get back to you. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> let me give you a hypothetical. Let's say, what happens if he called himself the P-word? Would he have been as reprimanded? He wouldn't have been. Exactly. To me, okay, and this is this might get people up in our... I don't live in that world, but they live in... Or I don't live in... What did Dale Hansen say? He's part. They're part of our world. I don't know what that ever it is. <clears throat> Words, to me, mean... What was that about? It was nothing. <laughs> I completely brain farted. <laughs> but I don't... I don't. You woke my dog up. <laughs> I, I, I can't get it only because um, I don't live in that culture. So I don't know what's offending. Mm-hmm. Um, people tell you what's offending to them. 
My theory is it's just a word. And he didn't call anybody that but himself. Yeah. How many times have we said things at a golf course that if we had a mic on, <laughs> yeah, we've been killed. Everybody, but I've heard I'm, the most I'm amazing sure, things on a golf I'm course. I'm sure I've called myself that yeah. in the past just by getting mad because I've missed a lot of three-foot putts lately. Not, What's I'm your not... favorite line? Come to the circus, see man with pee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Ralph Lauren overstepped their they – they could have said, you know, because he was very contrite. He came back and said, yeah, I totally – this is all on me. I totally messed up. I'm not thinking about it. He's also one that's incredibly adamant about not having live mics. And I kind of get it. Because in the heat of battle, if, gosh, if you get anywhere close to the ice in a hockey game, <laughs> that that might be uttered ten times a game. Really? I mean, yeah, it's just because guys are smack talking. And, yeah. and it's just words. It's not... It's not demeaning a culture. He said it about himself. Um, you know, what's what's the time when you when you miss a, a short putt and you leave it short? Alice. It's kind of it's all kind of the same genre. Yeah. But again, I'm I'm not in that culture, so I don't know. But I would think if you're in that culture, a reasonable mind would have said, "Yeah, that was wrong," and you're probably going to pay for something. And if I'm Justin Thomas. I reach into my deep pockets, and I donate a good chunk of money. He made $440,000 last week. Give it all to some worthwhile charity promotion that you feel strongly about, and and there you go. So here's, here's the there's, – uh, there's probably some underlying things in here, too, that we don't know. One is how, how, how big of a contract is it and how badly did – Ralph Wren want to get out of it, not just because of this. Is this an excuse to just get out of a, a bloated contract in the days of a pandemic? Could mm. be. I doubt it I, only because he's on TV all the time. And two, That's what you're paying for. So you, I, I wonder, though, and I wonder how big of a deal he can – maybe this is they come back in three or four months and say he's done the right thing, he's done whatever, we're bringing him back. And a, they bring him back at less money, or this is all. Uh, I, I'm dying to know when he plays next and what shirt he's got on. That's my point. Is I'm thinking Adidas, Nike. You don't. You don't think Tiger Nike would jump all over? You don't this. think Tiger because Tiger's one of his best friends now. You don't think oh, Tiger? Right? Tiger has already talked to Nike and said, you know what, got a free agent, and it will be. And it's apparel. And it's apparel. Yeah. I mean. I think Ralph Lauren got uh, way short-sighted on this one. I'm not saying what he did was right, not at all, but I think let the uh, let the crime fit the punishment. I don't think it did. Being dropped is is pretty severe over a word. Yeah, that you called yourself that it wasn't even a meaningful word. It wasn't like there was there was no um, malice. meaning to yes. And he didn't say it to anybody else. He just said it to himself. We've called ourselves a million things in the heat of battle or frustrated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just think uh, Ralph Lauren, yeah, maybe they do have some good clients. I don't know many of them. Can we, you think of somebody off the top of your head besides him? Charles That's my how. I don't know. Maybe. But, again, it's few. It, it's not top of mind. It's not like they, Adidas I'll, or Nike. I'll look or it Nike. up once I, at the break. I'll put my dog down and I'll mm-hmm. look it up. Um I just think in hindsight, and th- 
Ralph Lawrence going to have no chance to get him back. The line is quickly unless they made forming agree- to the left. Unless they made an agreement beforehand. Hey, let's, we're going to drop you for three months, 90 days, come back at the Masters and say, hey, all right, you're back. That okay, way we're both saving face. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a consultant giving a company yes. advice, yeah. which is horrible. <laughs> it's horrible because if I go to another – because what's he going to do? Is he going to wear um, – I guess he could wear foot joy because he's kind of under a Titleist bit. He can wear anything he wants. Yeah, but at they his point – Chase 54. Yeah, but, but, the, <laughs> but the point is he's going to go ahead and he's going to be making the, yeah. the, the, the rule here, right? He's, right? he's a hot commodity. So it's not like Charles Howell gets bounced from Ralph Lauren if he's still under that contract. This is Justin Thomas, who's on the leaderboard every Sunday. He gets buku amount of TV exposure. And I just think it's short-sighted. I think this is where you start. It's a fine line, and we know this, right? So when we promote stuff and whatever, we've got to be really careful who we align ourselves with. But on the other hand, use some common sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and he and he's not a habitual user. He's not a habitual offender. I I I always wonder. I, he obviously is going to get fined by the PGA Tour, which is another thing. The PGA Tour should always announce what the fines are. But I wonder how many fines he's had in his career. More than you think. I don't know. I've always I've asked like mm-hmm. all the. I mean, Paul said he's never been fined. Right. Um, I asked Joel Edwards, I think I even asked him on the air, have you ever been fi- fined? He goes, one time I was he, he, I, I was taking a leak and somebody took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And, Again. Or something like that. Or, Is that malicious? No. Yeah. You got to go, you got to go, right? right. You're a golf course. Um, but, uh, but very, very, very rarely anybody that we talk to who was a PGA Tour player ever get fined. Well, they're not on, we're not talking to the superstars either. And so they're not on TV that much. Yeah, they're getting the superstars. Tiger, I can't imagine what his fine total was. Patrick mm-hmm. Reed. Pa- by the way, Patrick Reed used the F word one time, and he got hammered by it. Now I don't remember the context. I don't know if he called himself that the same way. Maybe somebody on Twitter can let us know at our net Rick at Avid Golfer ninety eight. But you know what? I think Justin Thomas has built up enough cred. He's a he's a good for the game, and yeah, he slipped up. I mean. I think this is going to hurt Ralph Lauren way more than it's going to hurt Justin Thomas because the line's yeah. forming to the left. Yeah. All right, second note, Ryan Medellin. Is he there? What's oh, up? The ticket. I was talking to uh, your next guest or your guest at 930, Eli. Ah, so uh, do you hail at all, your family hail at all from Argentina? Uh, no, but we actually uh, we have some friends that have a lease out there, and my uncle goes out there a couple times a year. All right. So, Brazil police arrested Argentine golfer, two-time major winner, Masters in U.S. Open, Angel Cabrera, getting for extradition to his homeland to face charges of several crimes committed from 2016 to last year, including punching his wife, uh, assault, theft, illegal intimidation, and repeated disrespect to authorities. And what was the one line that he's a he's a danger to society? Yeah, a, there's a golfer in the world that's a danger to society. I thought that was <laughs> well. My my curiosity is it's kind of like I think Maradona from Brazil got a got a boatload of um, of 
look the we'll look the other way on this because yeah. you're a national hero. Uh, he's the most decorated Argentine golfer. But he's ever. in Brazil. This happened in Brazil. I, I know, but yeah. but when they're going to extradite him, I'm just saying uh, he's the best South American golfer ever. Yeah. So as I asked Ryan, you know, when they put sports figures on a pedestal and all that, um, do you think they go easy on him or not, Ryan? Oh, he'll. There's going to be some sort of loophole for this guy. Come on, he, as big of a name as he is and how everybody loves him for his goofy antics and that wacky warm-up he has. Yeah, No, that's no, that's, that's Miguel Jimenez. Oh, whoops. Yeah. My bad. Mm-hmm. That's all right. But here's the thing. He was on Interpol's top wanted list. Interpol's the worldwide. I just, that made me laugh. It's amazing. So, yeah. But I'm thinking in that country, I think they'll give him a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Hey, uh, going back to Polo? Yeah. So here's their roster. Let me guess. So I, is Charles Hall on there? No. Davis Love is? Yes. Tom Watson is? Yes. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Okay, so Justin Thomas is number one. They have him. You know how they yeah, list yeah, yeah. Number two is a lady by the name of Catherine Newton. Hmm. I don't know who she is. I don't know who that is. Um, she is an actress and longtime Ralph Lauren fan. Okay. She captured three league championships as a member of her high school team. Okay, don't care. Move on to the next one. <laughs> She's I mean, number just give me two. golfers. Don't give me spares like that. Yeah. I, well, I was just surprised. Um, Billy Horschel. Okay. That Nick, makes. Uh, and now I remember that now that you've said it. Uh, and then it goes downhill quick. Mm-hmm. Nick Watney. Okay. Smiley Kaufman. <laughs> Smiley. He hasn't been on TV in a while. Jonathan Bird. Mm-hmm. And maybe an up-and-comer, Doc Redman. Okay. So it's a compared to Adidas, So it's Justin Nike, Thomas, two olds, and a bunch of other people. Ralph Lauren will rue the day. And I don't think... Now, the question is, and this is a business decision, do you think a lot of the, Ralph Lauren's business comes from the gay community? Because well, that I was, matters. I was going to ask you that question. Will you, you, you take offense to this? I will tell you that Ralph Lauren's my favorite shirt. It fits me the best. Okay. The, the that Polo RLX. Mm-hmm. Um, would you, because of this decision, would you say oh, I'm not going to buy another Ralph Lauren shirt? Well, I don't buy any already, but um, I don't think so. Again, if I'm sitting here on the air, <coughs> I've always I made this point. I, I don't won't say anything on the air, and I won't write anything that I'm not willing to say to somebody in person. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm I do not agree with this decision. I think Justin Thomas is an overall, you know, some good people. Sometimes good people do bad things, and mm-hmm. bad people do good things. And um, you know, we judge. This is a good person who did a really one little tiny bad thing that the uh, mic caught. And I'm I think they're in the wrong, but I won't change my buying habits because of it. No, I don't think it's to me. It's not egregious, but yeah. again, okay. So I don't know, but I'm, I mean, I'm leaving that opening there. Did you, but, mark, did you mark that? <laughs> did you? Please tell me. <laughs> but uh, I just think, Ralph Lauren, whoever gave them PR advice. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Whoever gave them PR advice, uh, bad decision. I think in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things. Because their roster isn't that strong. No, they, they're now they need to find another signature guy, right? Because you can't go to Billy Horschel's be your signature guy, can you? No. Now, here's your next pastor, Catherine Newton, whoever she is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that she makes played sense. in one pro event, the 2002 <laughs> something, 2002 U.S. Women's Open. I just wish everybody would not get so caught up with. Now words. she's an actor. Okay, don't care. Whatever, crap. man. I don't care. Well, I'm just you saying. Keep bringing I'm, her up, and well, now I'm bringing up crap. your point. She's their top second person right. on the list. It's like I don't even know who she is. Maybe I would if I was Ralph Lauren. I'd look at the roster and see who I'm sponsoring. Yeah. And say, hmm. Let's uh, let's let this cool. D- see what I would have done if anything else. I'd have waited and got the kind of the kind of whiff of the of the public to see where they're coming down on. And I think after a while, people would have absolutely forgotten it. Uh, that was my point about how many people even knew it happened. Yeah. I didn't until I didn't until they kicked them off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really didn't. It, wasn't that big of a deal. It was during the NFL playoffs. I did watch the tournament, but I probably didn't have the sound on because I was listening to football or whatever. You know, it you're it, it was so small. They could have walked right over this. And you know, okay. sometimes you. So here's the next question. I think because of Tiger's uh, relationship with him, I bet he goes Nike. Yeah, I don't know. I bet he doesn't do anything for a while. They could What's he swap out Wolf. I think Wolf would be a good polo. <laughs> he could be an AG golfer. Wolf. He could wear AG stuff or Texas Junior Golf stuff. Did you ever play in a Texas Junior Golf event? He did not. Oh, okay. Well, he can act like it. Or maybe they could work with DeChambeau with that goofy hat. They could get him something you know, nice on the I, polo. I, I, would, um, I would think that if I were Justin Thomas at this point, there's a couple really cool new boutique brands out there. Grayson. K-J-U-S, I don't know how to pronounce it, and that G4. They're all, like, really new, cool I would wear brands. something without a logo. I'd say I would do what, what Fred Couples did. Remember when Fred Couples said, when they came out with Ashworth, he says, yeah, you, I'll wear your shirts, but I want a piece of the company. Right. I would If I'm Justin Thomas, that's what i do. Well, or in the meantime, until everything dies down, to cooler heads prevail, maybe he just goes uh, uh, logo-less, except for his hat. Mm-hmm. So you could do that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> ah, code blue. All right, that was brought to you by the greatness of Park Place Motor Cars. They have their Mercedes um, deal going on right now. You can get awesome, awesome deals on new, pre-owned, CPOs, all of that at your Park Place Motor Cars Mercedes dealer. All right, up next. Kind of a documentary on Tiger. And there was one part that made me giggle. And we'll play that next on The Little Ticket. BGR Tour Superstores and their van fitting experience. If you sign up online at the South Lake or the Preston store, that's where they have it. And you mention the T-Box, uh, it'll be free. Free club fitting. That's cool. That's really cool. And if you have a $100 gift certificate from Christmas, you haven't used it yet, go there, buy whatever, except Ping and Titleist, and for every 100 bucks, you get 20 bucks off. For not doing anything but listening to our show. Worth and it. having a gift card. It's worth it, yeah. But I'd get, you could buy one online right now mm-hmm. and then get an extra 20 There you go. Uh, it's going to be cool today, 56, 60 tomorrow, 68 on Monday. Then it's going to be intermittent rain Tuesday through Friday. High 50s, low 60s. Doesn't look like it's uh, we're going to be breaking out of this anytime soon. Looks like it. it's going to be at the best, maybe mid 60s. So it's still January, Holmes. That is true. We had a late winter, really late winter.
Okay, 9.30, we'll put Eli Jordan on because he went through something that I think a lot of people will uh, appreciate, get a little education. i got to do that in the next month or so. But before that, on Sunday, HBO ran a documentary on Tiger Woods, pretty much based on the book Tiger, I think it was Tiger Woods by Armin Katane. Good book. We had him on the show. Yeah, we did. It's a good book. They went through a lot of investigation, a lot of research. And I thought it was fairly even-handed. Even though if you follow golf or any, like we do, most of the stuff was kind of repetitious. Been there. But every once in a while, you find a little nugget. And overall, what did you think when you stayed awake? It, it, it was the affirmation of everything I already knew. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I was looking forward to was tomorrow night. You want to see the salacious stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know everything. I've seen it all. It was I, interesting hearing from his uh, girlfriend, though, his first girlfriend. That was the one thing that I probably didn't know, mm-hmm. and the fact that she still had the letter. Still had the letter, because, yeah, that was bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he wrote it either, quite honestly. Um, anywho, so as they talk about this, this is kind of like how he started, how he was trying to deal with fame. This is... Again, there's a big difference between success and fame. Mm-hmm. Not too many people can handle fame. No. And as they said, uh, I was listening to the No Laying Up. It's a good podcast for golf. And they had the directors on. And they said, what happens is when you hit a certain type of fame, you quit growing. You just stop. You kind of go, you're all immature. You Whatever you had up to that point, that's as far as you're getting because society and the fame won't allow you to grow anymore. Until you have a fall, right? Mm-hmm. Then you kind of go, oh, yeah, now I get it. So this was back when um, Tiger was going for his Tiger Slam. And where'd it go? Oh, boy. Uh, the Tiger Slam. And uh, he'd won the U.S. Open. He won the British Open. Then he won the PGA and he was going to um, Augusta, try and get the Tiger Slam for the first time. So this is this is his caddy, Stevie Williams, talking. And what it was like being with Tiger and what it was all about. Runs a couple minutes, but there was an interesting situation that happened, I think, on the 13th tee. He was playing against Phil Mickelson. He didn't like Phil. So let's uh, sit back and listen to this. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> One of the most unusual things about working for a Tiger... There was never really any big celebrations. As soon as that taunt was over, the thought was to the next major championship. It's to win now for Tiger. This is the PGA. Makes it against uh, Bob May, I believe. That was a hell of a win. That was. I didn't think he was going to win it. Well, when he hit that ball way left. Yeah. When Tiger wins the PGA Championship, that's three in a row. Everybody starts asking, can Tiger Woods win the Masters next year and hold all four trophies? Will he be the first ever to win four consecutive major championships? Tiger scoring for his fourth straight major. Even the unbreakable records seem within Tiger's reach. I mean, I got to the point where I got sick of hearing it, sick of reading about it. It just dominated golf for that period of time. And, um, yeah. If Tiger Woods wins this tournament 
Hootie Johnson. It'll be the greatest day. achievement in modern day golf. The first couple of rounds, Tiger played remarkable. And when he arrived for the final round, it all came down to him and one other player, the guy that he wants to beat the most and the guy that he would least like to see win the tournament. That's good, mate, Phil. <laughs> I think they're better now, aren't they? Yeah. Respect 2001. Tiger hadn't grown up in Phil's shadow in Southern California. Mickelson was about six and a half years older, and he had all the Southern California records. Good afternoon to you. Phil's con and uh, same rule. Good, Good luck. Good luck. Thanks. Tiger knew that Phil was the most naturally gifted player ever to hold a golf club. But Tiger looked at him with disdain because he couldn't fathom having that much ability and not putting in the time to be great. Phil had about 20 extra pounds and Tiger was looking more and more like Mr. Universe. And with, with Tita Woods, it was personal. Tita loved to make fun of Mickelson's body. Phil's nickname is Lefty, but Tita called him Hefty. <laughs> So Tiger is in the situation where to prove his alpha dog superiority, he's got to beat this guy. But it's not enough to just beat Phil. Beautiful. You got to try to humiliate him at the same time. Now on the tee, Phil Mickelson. So he stripes this shot down, a perfect did shot on third enough? Oh, yes, he did. He has been very good at his tee shots here at 13 all week. On the 13th hole, Tiger and Phil are dueling, and Phil got up and hit this great drive right down the middle. Now, Tiger Woods. Tiger decided that was going to be the perfect time to play a little bit of a mind game on Phil. He gets his three wood, which is a smaller club. Walmart did him. That's huge. <laughs> That's really big. You thought Mickelson was big? Put it right by. 20, 30 yards. Far you know, I could sort of sense that Mickelson was feeling a bit dejected. He's just hit the best drive he could. And then Tiger said a three wouldn't and whipped it by him. And Phil says to Tiger, you know, do you always hit your three with that long? And, and Tiger said, no, further, normally <laughs> further than that. <laughs> it's amazing. The little games within a game, Tiger would play that shot just deflated Phil's ego. Okay, so you know the most startling thing about that to me was, uh, look, that it's a it's a funny antidote, mm -hmm. but it doesn't surprise you, does it? No, because Tiger wanted to kill yeah. everybody. And but what surprised me, and I don't know about you, is we always hear Bones talk, right? Mm -hmm. We hear so many other. We heard. Hank Haney talk about Tiger. We hear mm -hmm. Butch Harmon talk. You never hear Stevie Williams talk about Tiger. Not much. And when he comes out with his New Zealand accent, mm -hmm. I was like, well, wait a minute. I, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, it's like you hear so little out of him. I, I, it's, it, that was the he most was startling the thing. Right. So I just found that interesting because when you look at Phil's tee shot, it was perfect. And there's nothing worse than somebody pulling out a smaller club and out driving your driver, it's just well. There's nothing worse than anybody out driving you um, when you've hit your best, uh -huh. and then all of a sudden it's not even a driver. Uh huh. So 
that's one thing. And maybe that's one reason why Tiger is, has done what he's done. I don't know. Phil seems like a nice guy, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, he probably Phil's had probably way more round a well-rounded life. Yeah. Than Tiger. Yeah. And I think we're going to see this in the second episode uh, tomorrow, where they're showing where Tiger's kind of stunted. I mean, he's he's with some of these. Here's the crazy thing: what I heard, and I can't wait to watch this, is some of the ladies he wound up being with all said glowing things about him. Really? Yeah. So they, there was no animosity there, but they were amazed. Like at the day after, the morning after, he's eating cereal, watching cartoons. They're kind of going, huh? So, it's would would Tiger do this all over again if he had to relive the whole life? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's worth it to him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if anything would have changed. By the way, they didn't put Earl Woods in a in a very good light either. No, which he shouldn't have been. No, I mean he was not. I don't think he was a Marinovich dad, but he was he was as helicopter as they come. Yep, and he just happened to have the the golden child right yep so there you go check it out it's on tomorrow night again on uh, hbo and that was brought to you by city of arlington golf courses texas rangers and lake arlington and tierra verde all there for you all different price ranges all different skill levels so check it out it's the city of arlington golf courses up next put an old friend on talk about what he did this week on the little tick but before that let's talk about uh, ideal golfer and uh, my other golfer craig because we have the passbook uh that's uh 59.95 yep. dozen golf balls yep and why wouldn't you you know first off you go to my you can see our current issue mm-hmm. and great issue really fun issue this was my gotta read those. that it's a whole article with we we used the caddy who won't say who he was maybe not even caddying anymore but <clears throat> he just came out with a lot of stuff that's really fun to read. Very insightful. And uh, if you want to get Passbook while, while you're out there, you can. Want to go see Rick's review on what you review last month? Mm, I reviewed the Volvo T8. Yes. So if you want a, a hybrid uh, SUV, one of the best, you can go see that. Um, but there's all sorts of things you can do on our website. There's really, really fun reads. So go to myhavagolfer.com. If you want to hit the, get the passbook and get it there, you get 50 rounds of golf. You get yep. two dozen golf balls, all sorts of other co- Got cool ideal stuff. golfer on there? Yeah. It's all good. All there at myhavagolfer.com. Hey, now. Chris Cars brings you this segment. Chris Volvo. Chris Cadillac. Crest. All up there in Frisco, right off the 121 and the tollway. Good place to go, and boy, do they wheel and deal. So, if you like those brands, get up there and give them a good, long look. PGA Tour Superstores is our show sponsor. Don't forget their van fitting experience, where they have them in Southlake, and they have it on Preston on the 121. You sign up before the 28th, tell them you heard it on the tee box, and your fitting will be absolutely free. And if you have $100 or whatever gift card... Um, and you use it, and it doesn't include Titleist or Ping, take 20 bucks off right off the top when you go to the cash register. Say you heard it on the tee box. There you go. Love those guys a long time. All right, 9.50. I guess we'll mix with uh, Country Force. But before that, let's put on one side of that duo, dynamic duo, Eli Jordan, our executive editor here at Avid Golfer Magazine. Hey, hey. Good, good morning to you, yeah, good morning to you guys. What's up? 
So uh, you went to something that I got. I need to do in the in the next month or so, because I was waiting for new clubs to new models to come out. And you went to a club fitting this week. Was it just irons? Yes. All right. So give us uh, give us what happened. What if you were surprised by anything you wound up with? Give us the whole nine yards. Well, so I've been in the market for some new irons. The ones that I have are about getting to be pretty close to six years old, which usually irons will last you, you know, six, seven, eight years, depending on how much you play. And sure. the last 18 months or so, I've played quite a bit with the pandemic and being able to work from home and kind of being able to sneak out in the afternoon to go play. So I played about 75 rounds last year, which is a lot for anybody and certainly a lot for me, I think, before I was, you know, Golf maybe... Is. Well, true, but uh, normally I was in the, you know, 35, 40 round a year. And, you know, that, that's not including walking nine holes and things sure. like that. But So I played a lot last year. Well, the irons are starting to get kind of worn out. The grips are starting to get kind of worn. And I thought to myself, well, you know, there's really no reason to go down and spend a couple hundred bucks to have everything re-gripped when I could just put that money towards some new irons. So I decided I was going to go get fit and went and saw a, a, a friend of ours that um, that does club fitting. And he put me on the launch monitor, and they've got all the technology you need. It you know reads out ball speed and spin rate and launch angle and all the things that people that know what they're doing know how to break down and give you the final verdict on that we have no clue what we're talking about when it comes to that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I know enough to be dangerous, and I think right. you guys probably do too, but at the end of the day, when you're looking at – a computer screen with several hundred different numbers, it becomes immediate, just kind of you glaze over and you're like, uh, I don't know how to, you know, decipher any of this. Okay. So for about maybe an hour and a half, two hours, I hit every different brand of iron with different shaft combinations and different lie and loft angles and all that kind of good stuff. Did you notice a big difference with some of them? Well, I mean, just a minor tweak. Um, yes, you, you could definitely tell between, especially with different shaft combinations. That was the first thing we kind of went through. Was okay. Let's take take a, an iron that you're interested in. For example, I, I said, okay, these are the ones that I've kind of had my eye on. So he put one of those heads on a particular shaft and said, all right, I want you to hit ten golf balls. So I hit. You get you. Can, I don't. You're okay with hitting brand, talking brands. Okay, if that's fine. Say, yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, but so I, you know, I hit a Titleist golf club and then I hit a Strixon golf club. I mean, I hit all of the different, the the top seven yeah, or hit. eight manufacturers throughout the course of the day. Well, he asked me, you know, which, which irons have you kind of been looking at? And I said, well, you know, the ones that I've kind of had my eye on and I've always, I've been playing Titleist for seven years. So, of course, he was like, all right, well, let's, let's hit some balls with the new Titleist, which is the T200. Did you try so, PXG? I did not. So the okay. only two that I didn't try were PXG and Mura because there's no point because yeah. if I fell in love with them, I couldn't afford them anyway. So right. um, it wasn't really a, a – there was no reason to try either one of those. So started with the Titleist T200, hit several balls there with a certain shaft. He said, well, okay, that shaft doesn't seem to be working. You're getting a little too much spin. I don't like this launch angle, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So tries a different shaft. Okay, well, once we had the shaft kind of ironed out – then he says, okay, what we're going to do is, we're, you know, now that we've figured out what shaft is best for you, we're going to start and we're going to go through all the different manufacturers and see which ones perform the best. Mm -hmm. So started with, I believe, a TaylorMade, the P, what is it, P790s? Yep. 
Started with those. Uh, hit the ball okay, but they weren't as good as my baseline numbers from my current irons. Okay, so, so that, that's out. That was that was kind of immediately like, okay, you know, we might come back to it and just see later on, maybe after you've loosened up a little bit more. But for the most part, we were kind of, yeah, that doesn't. That's probably not going to be it. Mm-hmm. So next, we sampled. I believe it was the new Callaway, which I had heard some good things about, and um, I I just didn't. They didn't seem to have as much pop as is the irons I'm playing now, or even the the tailor mades that I had hit, and um, and I reiterate, this is this is for you. Yes, correct. I mean, and, yeah, this and is sure. I mean, I know fitted. a lot of people. It's all that, individual. No question. That it, yeah. I mean, it has to do a lot with your swing speed, your ball speed, your, your launch eye, angle, your how it looks. Yeah. I mean, and even just where you set the club. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, it's 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 completely individually based, and and somebody might go up there tomorrow and take these Callaways that I just hit like garbage, and it might be the best one that performs for them. I just, to me, it was a little bit too like just looking at it was a little bit intimidating, and yeah, you don't want that. Just did right, just didn't hit them very well, and so that was like it for me. Those were the ones that immediately I was like, no, there's no way. Uh, tried the Mizunos. They were actually really pretty solid. My misses with the Mizunos were pretty tight grouping as far as when I did miss one, it wasn't just a complete moon slice or snap hook. They were pretty consistent as far as misses. They weren't that's what as, I'd look at. How good are your misses? See, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's the thing that I told him is, you know, obviously everybody chases distance, and if you can add some distance, that's great. But what I want is if I miss the ball – I don't want it to be completely off the radar where it's yes. immediate double bogey. Yeah. I, I want my misses to be more consistent. So the Mizunos kind of became front runners there for a bit and worked through the pings. Like the pings, okay, but I've never been much of a ping guy. And, and sure. I told you this before I went in. I'm not necessarily married to any manufacturer. Whatever performs the best is likely what I'm going to go with. And if it happened to be ping, I would certainly consider it. Best to go in with an open mind. No doubt. And like the pings, okay, but still just kind of the profile of them doesn't, didn't particularly blow my skirt up, so we kind of set those aside. Um, so it came down to a couple of different manufacturers. Uh, Titleist, the ones that I demoed first, the T200s, which they ended up being the longest of the ones that I hit. And the other one was the Strixon. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, <laughs> many people don't consider Strixon to be in that upper echelon with tailor-made Callaway, Titleist, because you don't see a lot of guys playing them, but they make a really good product, and I know but, several people uh, that play them and you, love them. You know, overseas, I think they're the number one ball in the world. They're bigger overseas. I mean, they are a oh, big there's ball. No, yeah, there's no doubt. So, but, but over yeah. here, you know, yeah. you, you, hear, sure. you hear tailor-made Titleist, Callaway. Those are the first yep. three pings probably in that, in that group, too. If there's a Mount Rushmore of American golf manufacturers, right. those are going to be your four that you hear they time probably and time have the three again. biggest marketing budgets, too. So. There's no yep. doubt. Absolutely. You see their commercials more than anybody else. You see their hats on players more than anybody else. And, and there's a reason that people run down to the store and say, I've got to have the new tailor-made driver when they release one every four months because it sure. seems like that's what they do. So the Strixons, for me, okay, great. They performed really, really well. And what it ended up being is he recommended that I, if I was going to do the Strixons, that it be the, uh, the the blended set. So I'd have four, five, six, seven iron in the X7, 
And then the X5s were going to be eight iron through pitching wedge. Gotcha. Um, which is great. Doesn't bother me at all. And and that's mm-hmm. fine. I, I prefer to have, you know, a little little more, more forgiving. A little more forgiving clubs. profile on, on the longer irons, which I think anybody would tend to agree with. Sure. So at the end of the day, it came down to those two. And, and they were kind of 1A and 1B. The Titleists were a little bit longer. The Strixons were maybe a touch more consistent, but negligible. You know, neither one was really far more consistent than the other ones. The only difference was the Titleists were maybe just a touch longer. As far as spin rate goes, they were about the same. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of on the fence about you know what I want to do. The you know Titleist. What was the difference in price between the two? Uh, I mean, Titleist is pricey, right? Yes, there. That's that's the the thing. Titleist is really really proud of their product, and and they should be. I mean, it's again they've got to have money to you know put Titleist hats on all these guys whenever they're playing on the PGA mm-hmm. Tour. So you pay a premium for it, and especially when you start adding options like a a custom shaft and you know grips and all this stuff. I mean, so what I, do you think about four hundred dollar difference, five hundred for a set of irons? Between the Titleist and Strixon, yeah. he he didn't actually give me an out the door quote on the Strixons, but I would guess it's probably the Titleist would probably be about three hundred dollars more. I would guess. Okay. So my in my mind, I amortize that over the the years I, Six I years. use those irons, and three hundred dollars is nothing. Nothing, you're correct, and and yeah. and paying and, and paying the premium price for the Titleist again. I mean, if if you play as much golf as we do, mm-hmm. when you're paying sixteen seventeen hundred dollars for a set of clubs, yeah, it's it's a t- jagged pill to swallow as you're swiping the debit card for that amount but when you and play you as much irons that often either sure when you play yeah. that much you you said you factor it out over the course of six seven eight years until you yeah. get new ones then yeah i mean it's it, it's it's reasonable that's how i rationalize big purchases mm-hmm. <laughs> Make, yeah. makes it feel better on a daily basis so did you ever get tired yes hitting all those Towards the end of it, and I would say that I probably hit somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe 150 balls, probably. It's a lot of swings. It is. And, and towards the end, you know, when we were demoing some of the clubs a little bit later in the session, there would be one that maybe would spray just a little bit more than some of the other ones I had hit earlier in the session. And, and he he was he was hip to that. He was like, yeah, that was that swing looked a little bit tired, like fatigue is becoming a yeah. factor. Yes, and, and that's how they do it is – is you hit say ten balls with each different manufacturer once you get the the irons uh, the shaft set up that you like, and then he drops the two or three that are just the the real weird wonky yeah. shots. If you hit one mm-hmm. fifty yards right of the green, okay, we're gonna take that one out. Which club did you hit? Was a six iron? Seven iron. Seven iron. See, I think I'd be up. I'd rather hit a seven iron than a six iron. Too. Yeah, I'm a seven iron guy too. Yeah, that's what I warm up with. So. Yeah, the six irons. Are, and and you did the, you, you didn't say loss. Rick that that uh, some of the new. Man, some of the manufacturers are coming out with their new irons over the next few weeks, and you might wait yes. a few weeks. Well, all of these, they get the irons ahead of time. So, any, yeah. anything, so that's, yes, anything that's coming out over the next month or so, they already have. Okay. Yeah. So, worthwhile experience, to say the least. You're going to spend that kind of money. At least you want to somehow convince your mind that this is the best I can do. At absolute minimum, I know exactly how far I hit a 7-iron now. Was it farther? Uh, under or, any was circumstances. It, was it longer or less? So I, he asked me, what do you normally hit your 7-iron? And I said about 180. And uh-huh. I was consistently between 175 and 180 the whole time. Wow. So I may have been a over, overshooting it by about three or four yards. but We all do. If I, if I gassed one up, it was about 181. If I hit one just pretty well stock, it was about 174, 175. So I was pretty close. 
Okay, so you hit your irons really high. That's did what I'm try, told. Did he try and gear those down at all? No, he told me that I could, and I and I, he said that with my distances, there wasn't really necessarily a need to try and flight the ball any lower because I carry it far enough to where I don't need to sacrifice mm. the loft on the club to try sure. and gain distance. So, and I mean, it, you know, he's he's the pro here, and I told him, I said, man, you know, I'm in your hands. I'm gonna take whatever suggestions you offer me, and. And and we're going to go from there. But we we agreed that you know the Titleists performed the best, but the difference was probably negligible. If I wanted to go with the Strixons, if I felt like saving a little bit of money, it wasn't going to, it wasn't. I'm not going to save three or four or five shots around right. by paying the extra for for the Titleist club. So I'm just, I'm in a little bit of a conundrum here as to what I want to do. Okay, quick question: uh, Did you try any different grips? No. So you know all the grips on the different demo clubs are all the same they you know they take the different head and they screw it on right. the, the shaft because i use a medium size grip so i would have to have him you know they they have those blow on blow off grips they yes do? yeah so uh, that's what i have because every time i use a normal size grip it feels like a toothpick yeah so, yeah, so you, I need you, you use the bigger. mid-size grips right yeah. okay uh-huh. yeah so yeah i'm sure they could probably figure out a way to do it i mean you know they were very accommodating everything was very professional it was i mean it was definitely a cool experience and you know i have friends that ask me all the time you know what kind of irons would you recommend or what would you do you know if you had money to go buy new irons or i'm you know getting some for christmas or i'm getting some for my birthday what should you know what should i do and i always recommend to them like hey go get fit like a most of these places that fit you if you end up buying the clubs from them they'll waive the fitting fee yeah. so you're not paying anything for it you're getting something that's customized to you you know that when you step up on the tee with it you're going to have as much confidence as you possibly can that those irons are built to your specs and that you know you're not just going down to whatever big box store and just grabbing them off the rack now some people are totally cool with doing that and i understand it but if you play a lot of golf it's definitely worth it to go and have yourself fit for clubs just so you know that yep you know that they this is the perfect setup for me mm-hmm. i agree i can't wait to do it it's been a while and i need to i'm, I'm like you probably six or seven year old clubs and if you know if you go to pj tour superstores and you ask for that van fitting experience you tell me you heard it on the tee box zero cost on the fitting you know if you don't buy anything if there's anything you just learned right now we all should be doing that right i'll should be doing it and just go in with an open mind because if you have a proclivity to one brand and you're talking yourself into getting that brand, even though the fitter says this is no, there's no, no, I have to have Titleist or I got to get this or we'll, just, just keep a, you know, just have amnesia. It should be and all about performance. At the end of the day, you want to you want to buy the clubs that are going to give you the best chance to shoot your best score. That's the bottom line. That's what money talks, baby. All right, we will talk to you again in one minute or maybe two minutes. That was brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Plano because they have their Mercedes all on discount right now. they got some remaining 2020s that might delight you when you see that price tag. So check it out, Mercedes-Benz of Plano on Spring Creek Parkway and the Tollway. And up next, we'll mix with Eli and Ty this time. About 9.55 on the ticket. Thanks, everybody, for listening today, tuning in. Tell a friend. Always appreciate that. Uh, Big thanks to PGA Tour Superstores being our lead sponsor, our show sponsor this week. And don't forget to check out their club fitting, their van fitting experience. If you're a T-Box listener and you tell them that when you sign up, even if you do it online, put it in the notes section, 
you will not be charged for the fitting. So that is pretty cool stuff. And uh, don't forget, uh, for every 100 bucks you spend over there, as long as it doesn't include Titleist or Ping, you'll get 20 bucks off. Just go to the cash register and say T-Box. I'll give you 20 bucks off right then and there. So we do our best for all that. Uh, don't forget, also, Ideal Golfer, Horseshoe Bay, last weekend, first day in play. It's only 259 for two people. And Pretty what, good deal. Yeah, it's a very fun good, place to go. $650 retail. Fairly, very socially, distancely responsible. Distancely? Whatever. Socially, distancely? <laughs> Whatever. You know what I meant. No, not really. Yeah. They're practicing social dis- social distance down there. And- They're practicing social distancely. Uh, and also, Waters Creek, the executive course, get to play it twice. It's a par 60, and it's only 15 bucks. So check that out. That is good. Monday through Thursday. All right. So without further ado, we bring on Country Force. Hi, T Box. Eli, who we just spoke to, and Ty. What's you guys. up? So if you're Eric Bienemy and you don't get a, jo- a head coaching job this year. I think you will. You think? Well, you know, they can't interview him until uh yeah, Kansas City's out of the playoffs. I think, and they're running out of spots. Yeah, the, you know the Texans put in a request, but they put it in late. I think you had to have, right. it, have it done by Monday, and they put it in late Monday, early Tuesday. So now that yeah, they have to wait. I I would be stunned if he goes another round of openings and does not get a job, especially that Houston job. Yeah, I you agree. think so? I mean, I would think if I'm Deshaun, <laughs> Deshaun Watson, dogs get me having eating my. Eating my cord. <laughs> Control your kid, would you? <laughs> got to hear. <laughs> give, him the na- give him the napkin. Yeah, give him the napkin. Here, I got one right here. Penny, here, have this napkin. Here, boy, here, boy. For a while. Yep. Moron no, dog. No, no. <laughs> but I, I, that's a guy that is, at this point, he's kind of overqualified they've talked to. And if they don't get it, if he doesn't get one this year, I would be, I would be really disappointed. He's earned it. Oh, absolutely. Got a better offense, <laughs> you <Kansas> think? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And especially if you're the Texans and you're trying to find a way to appease Deshaun Watson, you've already right. pissed him off with your selection at GM with not really, you know, talking to him about it. I would have a I would think that that would be a perfect fit going from the enemy taking what doing what he did with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And go to Watson, who is you know a very similar type of quarterback with you know similar skills. Yeah, I hope I hope the teams that are remaining do the right thing because I mean these other these other guys are okay. I don't know Joe Brody's okay. I don't know. Is that his name? Yeah. Joe Brody. Joe Brady. Uh, Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Brady. Okay. I don't know. Well, the Texans I, were good, but the dude. I mean, the, not Texas Titans were good, but the, uh, uh, Bills assistants the. Leader for the Chargers job, I think, too, right? Yeah, that's that's the word out. I think for the Lions, I think uh, Bad Radio's friend Dan Campbell is the leader in the clubhouse. Is that the Miami cocaine guy? That is not the Miami cocaine guy. <laughs> well, I tell you, that's a Miami that, cocaine guy. That's yeah, probably that a job coach? of all of them I wouldn't want. Would be remember the Anthony Bruscano? <laughs> Detroit hasn't won a playoff game since 1957. And I, I, I don't. I mean, they've tried Our everything and nothing works. Yeah. I. That's a tough job. The last playoff win they have was that win against the Cowboys, Cowboys where Barry Sanders was going back and forth and turning the the Cowboys defense inside out. That did that to a lot of teams though. 92 
I believe that was. Was that 92 that they won that game? 91, maybe. 91, because yeah. that was right before they went to the they Super Bowl. ripped off all the Super Bowls. What's and the they haven't done anything since. What's the current odds on Kellen Moore getting the uh, head coaching job in Philly? I would uh, say it's probably 40%. They had Lincoln Riley's the second best odds. Don't There's tell no Corby way that he's leaving for that for the Eagles. Yeah, I wouldn't no think way. so. I mean, you have to understand, like with a guy like Lincoln Riley too, he's so young, he could coach at OU and build a legacy and win a couple national championships <laughs> over the next five, six, seven years, and he could go get an NFL coaching job, and he'd be like forty-three. Yeah, got to get him when they're young now. Well, that's what I'm saying is like he could he could coach at OU for another decade, and he'd still only be like forty-five years old. So how long does he stay there? Does he wait for Saban to retire so he can actually win something? <laughs> I mean, it could be uh, any coach. You would think Saban's got to be getting close, right? Nope. I don't know, man. I think he's one of those lifer workaholics. He's gonna he's gonna die with the with the headset on. Yeah, he's gonna norm it up. And think Whoa. of this: he doesn't wow. even have to recruit anymore. Mm. The players recruit him. Yeah. So if that, you are if you are a five star recruit, isn't that where you want to go? Yeah, and, and I hate saying that being a, a Georgia fan, but but it's true. And I think that to me would be the biggest beating of being a college football coach is the incessant recruiting and trying to woo the parents, and then the guys change their mind five or six times. It would well, drive me nuts. I would tell you, I think I think University of Texas missed their mark. You don't and know that yet. Whether not, I don't oh, know that new yet. Guy? Just in the fact that I think, and maybe he's not the right guy. When you look at stuff like that in the recruiting part of the, the the job, I think Jason Garrett would be an incredibly good college coach. I really do. Mm. I think he I think he's he'd be really good with parents. He's he'd really be good. I think he would recruit really really well, and I think he's good enough as a game coach to be okay in college. Yeah, he might know he's not cut out being a recruiter. Too. I hear things at night. Whoa, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's weird. Jason Garrett speaks to me. <laughs> channeling through you. Uh, we've been we've been thinking that you hear voices for a while now. It just confirms it. So thank you. Yeah, never yeah, well, heard him talking to himself well, that's, every once in a while. That's why Urban Meyer he didn't want the beating of going back to college and Texas. Yeah, it's a high profile job, but do you want that beating of going first yeah. down there where the expectations are off the charts? Yeah, he's and, got health problems. Come and on, and he's got health <laughs> health problems. That and, Texas job is a totally different animal, dude. I mean, yeah, it is, it is a totally I'd, different. I'd, animal. I'd rather go to Jacksonville, where I. Did he last three years? Yeah, I think he think? Lasts, I think three years. Zero three chance. years, huh? You don't think he lasts in Jacksonville three no. years? Nope. Well, this year will be a. I'll bet a you a round of golf. You don't play golf, I, I, but I'll take any. Three years from today, will he be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars? I'm saying no. I'm saying yes. Okay. Name your price. Tune in to find out. Round of golf. <laughs> Three years from now. Round of round of putt putt. So Eli, if you played golf left handed for nine holes, could you beat Ty playing right handed? Yes. Or normal. I'm left handed. Well, whatever. He, whatever you normal, are. Whatever you are. If you if you went left handed, could you beat him? Yes. Whoa. Ty, do you think you think you'd lose to him playing opposite uh, hand? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played enough <laughs> normally that uh, I, I think I. I, I don't could, know. It'd be it would be close. You think it'd be close? Yeah, I think yeah probably. Eli hits a couple of Shankapata misses and uh, depending and on the course, the rockets. If, if there's a lot of like you know carry over water and stuff, then yeah, I could be in some trouble there because you know. Well, so would tie. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. 
Like if we played at the Masters and you played left-handed, <laughs> could you beat me? So How about Lake that's, that's a good question. If if you got the chance to play Augusta National, but you had to play non-dominant, would you take it? Nope. You wouldn't. Nope. If they were like, you get to play Augusta, but here's nope. the caveat: you've got to play left-handed. <laughs> you can't I want to enjoy normal. my round. I don't want to go out there and stink it up. There's no way. Or you have to play speed golf. Where to me, just... that would be like playing in a in a driving rainstorm. Yeah, but you just well, you'd still get, still get to say that you played Augusta. You wouldn't have Do to tell you? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, guess really? You, yeah. It's like playing it in the dark. You were there. <laughs> Did we, were you really playing, or were you just standing on the, on the yeah, fourth tee? You'd really tee? be on the course. Okay, I mean, you get so field, would you rather, the fairways at least. rather play you Augusta good? National, no wind, 73 degrees and sunny, or you play right-handed and it's sprinkling rain and 45 the entire time? I would play right-handed. Okay. All right. So you'd be able to deal with some elements as long as you could have a chance to play decent golf? Not only that, I'm a crappy left-handed golfer. It's it's not even close. It would be such a beating. I'd be picking up my ball on every hole. <laughs> now, could Eli left-handed and Ty left-handed play a scramble on nine holes and, and break double bogey a hole? Yes. Probably. Okay. I don't know if I, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm okay. I'm going to say it's not that easy a bet. Yes. Eli, can you putt left-handed? Oh, I think that would be the strongest part of my game. You know what the toughest part is? Chipping. Chipping would be impossible. Chipping is, you'd be blading it over the greens and no, chili dipping. No, I wouldn't because I'd be putting everything from 50 yards and in. <laughs> That's a good point. I'd like to see that, though. Double bogey if you guys what, play scramble. What if, what if Eli and I played, but we only got to use a putter the whole time? <laughs> Nine holes. Depends on the course. You play like Arlington's only got one bunker. You could probably do it. No bunkers. There's zero bunkers. No bunkers. Okay, so you yeah. could probably do it there. But anytime you have a carry over a bunker, you'd have you'd have problems. Or All right. To... So if you you had to play right hand, you had to play left handed. You could put one right handed club in your bag, <clears throat> but you can only use it when it's appropriate. So like if you pick six iron, you can't hit every shot with your right handed six iron. Only when you a six iron Would comes to sense. play, or a wedge came into play, or a driver came into play. It's my favorite club. Uh, I think, I, I I think pro- I'd pick. I, they'd be like a three wood, probably. I'd probably pick driver or three wood because at least it, it cut it cuts the golf course in half. Yes, if you hit it in the fairway. Yeah. If you don't, you're in double trouble. That's why I, I picked three wood. I feel it'd be a little more controlled. You'd probably hit some more fairways. Yeah. Yeah. See, I thought you would hit. Your and you could also iron. use like a three wood. To like bump and run stuff from kind of around the greens. See, I thought you would hit your uh, driving iron. Maybe, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad one, I guess. All that next? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've we've already burned one of our segments. We were going to talk about the go- the club fitting at eleven thirty. Yeah. And now we're talking about what? No, we no, no we, we weren't. weren't. I was just joking. <laughs> what? Ty has no interest in that. <laughs> what right, is on Rams the show today, today Ty? Uh, we're going to talk some Cowboys, some NFL, some playoffs, some stars, Ooh. some Mavs. No, Ooh. sportsy, sports, so and sports, and sports, sports. When's the fun stuff happen? Uh, it's when the Saroys get in. Sports. Oh, okay. Twelve oh five. All right, boys. <laughs> See ya. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Plaza, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 967 and 1310, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound.